Thanks for joining us on the Oasis Church Podcast. To find out more about Oasis, visit CelebrateTheJourney.org. During this episode, Pastor Dennis Ritchie shares a great message that will lead you to new and deeper levels with Jesus Christ. So open up a Bible, grab a notebook, or simply listen along. sisters, our family that aren't here, it doesn't necessarily mean they're fearful. It doesn't necessarily mean they lack faith. And you being here doesn't make you more courageous or you're just more of faith. But live in the faith that God has distributed to each one of you. Don't think, let's not think of ourselves so highly where we look down upon the brothers and the sisters who don't share our same view of this. It's not a conspiracy I don't believe Jesus isn't coming back anytime soon. I haven't had my Harley yet for a year, so um, you can start worrying after I have a year under my belt. Um, And and so we need to make sure that we're respectful of people, respectful of how they're dealing with this, because this is new territory for the United States. I mean, yeah, years, you know, polio was a pretty big deal, and we've gone through SARS, and we've gone through H1N1 and all those things. Um, but this seems to have gripped us a little bit. And you can blame the media, and you can, you can blame the Democrats, you can re- blame the Republicans. I will say this. If you are going to make this at all political in any way, shape, or form, whether I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on, if you're going to make this at all political, then you're doing humanity wrong. Okay? This, this is not about them and us. This is about us. And so I want to encourage you not to think so more highly of yourself and look down on the brothers. And and then it it continues on in in, um, verse 9. It says, uh, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal. Keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need and practice hospitality. That's the response of the church. That's what we need to live by. That's the direction that we should constantly be moving. Not waving our fingers at people because we believe they're overreacting or underreacting. People are going to deal with this the way they're going to deal with it, and that's okay. If, if, if there are people from our community that are home right now um, really afraid, look around. Who's not here that sits next to you usually? Give them a call. Pray for them over the phone. Love in action is, is that is that. Uh, section of text in Romans 12 when it starts in 9. Love in action. Be devoted to one another in love. You can't, tra- at least, at least I, I, I don't think, you can't transmit the coronavirus over the phone. Make a phone call. Hey man, I'm thinking of you, praying for you. Honor one another above ourselves. That means that we, we, we put ourselves here and we put the next person just up here a little bit more. Not, you don't self-deprecate yourself. You're, it's not that they're better than you, but you show them honor. And you honor their decisions. 
whatever the decisions are. If they have quarantined themselves um, for the next couple weeks, give them a call and ask them if you can drop some groceries off. Tell them that you love them. Make a phone call. It's not that hard. This is the way we need to respond to this. And then if you have friends who don't know the Lord, don't come to church, yeah, call them too. Think about the, the older generation that may be kind of locked in. I think, I think of Betsy. Betsy has a lot of health issues, and she's home today. Her family wants her to stay home. Betsy really doesn't drive all that much anymore. How can we honor her above ourselves? And, there, and there's a lot of other people. Uh, Roxanne, I talked to her uh, the other day, and um, you know she's, she has a very compromised immune system, and her health isn't all that great. And I, and I just said, stay home. Don't worry about it. You know, it's, it's, it, the, the world isn't going to end if you don't attend church. The world isn't going to end from the coronavirus. If it does, okay, I was wrong, and we're all going to heaven anyway, and you won't be mad at me because there's no anger there. So I'm covered. Um, be joyful in hope. That doesn't mean you go around looking like a doofus because you're just like skipping to the loo through the store and, you know, licking doorknobs. I, I, we're, we're not talking about that. <laughs> we're talking about that, that our hope is in the creator of the universe. Our hope is in Christ alone. And there should be a joy in that. Even in the midst of pandemonium, um, we took all the toilet paper that we had here in the building and we hit it because there's thieves among us. And I'm thinking if I go black market, we're going to buy a new building. <laughs> I'm feeling it. It's <laughs> I totally lost my thought. Um, yeah, be joyful in hope. Yeah, yeah. Hope that you get toilet paper. And, and, um, and patience in affliction. So as a culture... As, as, a, as a society, we've been afflicted. And, and there's fear out there. There's uncertainty out there. There is sickness out there. There are, there are people that are, that are dying from this, from this disease. Um, but we, as the church, are patient in that. And patience is going to look very different um, to, to everyone Tim Brzezinski and his family, they're quarantining themselves for the next two weeks. They have a newborn baby. Tim is a type 1 diabetic. It just serves that family well to take those precautions. He did say that it feels like when he takes the boys outside to run around a little bit, it's like, it's like yard time in jail, and then they, they come back in again. But so how do we love them as a family? How do we love the Eatons who are home with Grayson, making sure that he... He doesn't get sick. How do we love them? How do we love the people who are compromised in whether it's a, an emotional way, whether it's a physical way, whether it's um, even a spiritual way? How do we love them? How do we honor them above ourselves during this time? How does the church manifest the light of Christ even brighter in this day and age? And I'm going to leave that up to you because everyone has to do their part in Everyone has a phone, and it's with you all the time. Most of us have cars. 
most of us can run and do little errands for people who may not want to go out. Leave the bag at the front door and bless. How can we be a blessing? How can we be a blessing? In Ephesians chapter 4, that's New Testament, right? Yeah. verse 29 it says this it says do not let any unwholesome talk come from out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen I have probably cracked 762 corona jokes over the last week and some of them I'm not very proud of because as the week progressed, I can see the fear and the tension building in people. And God brought me to this verse and said, check yourself, man. Like, sometimes it's just not funny. And Facebook is filled with it. I got a, a text this morning that said, um, two days now without sports. I've noticed this woman on my couch. I think she's my wife. She's very nice. <laughs> so so we, can, we can make light, but make sure you know your audience. Make sure you know the people you're with. Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only, only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. If somebody needs a laugh, give them a laugh. If somebody needs a distant hug, give them a hug. If somebody needs to, a word of encouragement, a word of compassion, make sure your words build up and don't tear down. This is the way the church becomes the light. This is the way we shine into the darkness. This is the way the Holy Spirit wants to manifest himself through us during this time. And I'm sure this too will pass. I don't know when, you know, two weeks, three weeks, uh, a month. They say that we may be living with this for years, and hopefully in a couple years we'll have some type of vaccine or whatever, but we are still the church. God is still God, and God is still our God. And so we look to him for our hope. Now, our president has um, asked for a national day of prayer today um, to, to pray uh, as a community uh, for our country, for our people, and even for the church. And I wanted to um, go to Psalm 46 to be the um, kind of the springboard for us this morning. The first three verses say this, God is our refuge and strength an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give away and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Now, if, if you take just take those two verses, um, though the earth give away, 
that, that's, that's a pretty serious thought. That's a pretty serious idea. That's, that's not kind of a virusy thing. This is kind of like everything is falling apart. The mountains fall into the heart of the sea. But we will not fear because why? God is our refuge and our strength. An ever-present help in the time of trouble. That means that trouble isn't not going to come. In fact, trouble is going to come. But in our times of distress, in our times of trouble, when we're in doubt, when we don't know, when we have to make a decision, and it just feels everything is off, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in time of trouble. And then in verse 10 it says, Be still and know that I am And so as um, the president has asked, not that we really needed him to ask us to pray, let's just spend a few minutes in in prayer. Um, And then once we do that for a while, I'm going to ask Dave to come up. He's going to share a little something. Um, And uh, I think it's for the good of of all of us. And so, um, but let's spend a few minutes uh, or a few hours. I don't know. You got nothing to do today, right? You're all quarantined. And we'll pray. I, would, I love the idea of reading scripture during this time. But I want to encourage you, if the Lord puts it on your heart to read it, that you would stand up and you would proclaim that word into that spiritual realm, that heavenly realm, and, and with authority. Because the word of God is living, it's active, it's power in it. I just felt that the, you know, what Ben and what Will just read, but even, even stronger, to proclaim that into this darkness. So I know there's children's church today and hopefully they're not wiping boogers off the floor or anything like that. So we'll get them out of there. Um, so there's going to be no coffee in for a couple weeks. Um, so don't come hungry anymore for at least to the end of the month. Uh, and as far as next week goes, I don't know. It seems things change like by the minute. Oh, we'll play it by ear. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so just watch your email, text messages. We'll make sure we'll communicate all those things. Um, and I wanted, lastly, to read the words of Jesus when he's sitting with his disciples um, at the Passover meal, his last Passover meal. And he said this to them, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So let's go be the light of the world during this dark time. Let's commit to an act of kindness every day. A phone call, a text message. It doesn't have to be massive unless the Lord has called you to it. We must love one another. Amen? Amen. 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 I love you guys more than you know. And uh, uh, maybe we'll see you next week. Maybe we won't. So um, remember, social distancing, no kissing, unless you're married.